Hello America and everywhere else in the world. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley. And I'm here to unveil truths that are not necessarily clear to see all the time. Like, for example, people think shit stinks. Shit doesn't stink. The problem is when you go in the bathroom and you take your pants down and you are ready to just let it rip, you're farting at the same time. So you smell farts. You don't really smell shit. Don't at me. I'm a doctor, though. Um... I'm out here having a good life. I'm doing what I want to do. And part of doing what you want to do requires um, a certain level of tenacity. It also requires a certain level of understanding that sometimes you're going to feel like you're constantly hustling and you don't have a moment to take a breather. And that's fine. I think we do things in the back of our mind, knowing like that this at some point in time, this is going to be worth it, right? Like we have to remind ourselves that this is going to be worth it at some point or other. So we work hard because it's working hard is important. And people see you. You know what I mean? We live in the age where if people don't hear from you and they know your personality, they know who you are. They probably just assume that you're hustling, you're working so fucking hard. They should probably be proud of you. Maybe they are. You know what I mean? So, yo, shout out to all my people out there hustling, working towards their dreams, doing what they want, minding their own business and making their own money, baby. Shout out to them. Um, I love celebrating people's success. And I feel like it's important. I feel like it's really um, Hold on a second. This fucking thing is going to try to shut down on me. All right, there we go. This computer just tried to turn off on me. Like, I'm not recording the podcast. Can you believe this shit? Anyway, like I said, I've never been a hater in my motherfucking life. So, shout out to anybody. I just, I just wanted to open up just by saying that. Um, a lot of new things have been brought to my attention. Hello? Okay, yeah, we're here. A lot of new things have been brought to my attention. For example, I uh, have been listening to Andrew Schultz, Flagrant 2, and loving loving the podcast. And it's funny because I told my best friend years ago, this guy, Andrew Schultz, is mad funny. Um, He's cool. He's from New York like me. And like my close friends were all New York natives born and bred. And um, I feel like when you're from New York, you got a certain swag, you got a certain charm. And I just am always going to respect and love people that are from here. Now, don't get it twisted. We got scumbags from here too right like we got real non-trustworthy unsavory motherfuckers too grimy motherfuckers you know what i mean but even the way they do it is just in such a fucking fashion that you're just like yo that's like some new york type shit like you get fronted on by a grimy new yorker like it's a certain brand of the way it's done. We just move different. We are a different type of breed of animal than a different than people from other places. And I know what you're thinking. Corey, state lines are fake. The government is fake. LLCs are fake. Yes, I also read Sapiens. Is that the only book you read? You bring it up every time you do the show. Yeah, it is the only book I've read. I just recently started reading books. And uh, that's the only one I've gotten through so far. And I'm not even done. 
Uh, so stay tuned. There's more Sapiens references coming. But yeah, New Yorkers are just a certain breed of, of, of human, I feel. I don't feel like New Yorkers are superior by any means. Um, is it the team I would root for if, like, 100% of the time, no matter what? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a diehard New Yorker. I, I got hometown pride, and that's it. But anyway, so I've been listening to Flagrant 2, and uh, these guys are funny. These guys are great. And I heard this term. It's called... Is I heard this term, and maybe I'm late on this, and I feel like an old man now because... I hear about shit, and they're like, oh, people are saying this now? So, and these guys are not young, like, kids, like, you know what I mean? Like, they make fun of the young generation, like we all do, right? Like, the fucking people that are older than me made fun of me, and I feel like it's kind of like a rite of passage. Like, you get to an age, and you make fun of the younger people because you feel like they're stupid because they think they're original, right? They think they're doing shit that that nobody ever did. They think they thought of something that's never been thought of, so you make fun of them. Unless you invent something, right? Like, whoever came before, you know, the guy who created the iPod, whatever his name is, uh, whoever came before him probably called him a nerd and shit, and then he one day he made the iPod, and everybody's like, all right, fine, you're not a nerd. You know what I mean? You gotta earn not being made fun of anymore by inventing something cool. Lupe Fiasco said, the world brought me to my knees. What have you brought you? You know what I mean? So think about that. Just let that sink in for a second. You're not gonna you're not immune to getting shat on by older generations until you do something cool. We all go through it. You know? It's just a little light hazing. It's, it's all right, you know. But yeah, so they've been fuck, am I ever gonna get to it? So they've been saying, uh, yo, you gluck glucking right now, which from my understanding means that you're sucking somebody's dick, right? Which is not Literally, but back when I was younger, you couldn't even give a dude a compliment without somebody being like, yo, why you on his dick? You couldn't be like, yo, nice kicks, bro. And somebody without somebody else or even the person that you just complimented saying, why are you on his dick? You know what I mean? So I feel like that's kind of coming around. Like if you are a super fan of somebody and you start speaking very highly of them then allegedly you are gluck-glucking that person, which I think gluck-gluck-gluck is like the uh, sound of deep-throating somebody, which I think is kind of funny. Um, I'm going to look this up to see if I'm right. This is just me guessing, right? But you know who knows everything is Urban Dictionary. Gluck, gluck, 9,000 meaning. Can you give a detailed explanation? <laughs> Okay, pretend you're in the desert and that dick is a Poland Spring water bottle. Okay, see, this that's what I thought, right? That's what I thought, so I'm not totally wrong. Um, sometimes new slang bothers me. In this case, this new slang created some nostalgia that made me think of how much of assholes me and my friends were to each other at some point in time. So much so that I couldn't even give a dude a compliment or be that big of a fan of anything. Like, motherfuckers just didn't let you like stuff. Like, you couldn't... If you liked something, you had to keep it to yourself. <laughs> Which is really fucked up, right? Um, you could let that affect you in a really negative way. Or you could grow up and understand 
we just didn't know any better. And if we're still thinking like that, then fucking, you know, we got our own issues that we maybe need to work out. But that shit is funny. You know, now that I think about it, I told my boy the other day, like, I was like, yo, remember how you couldn't even say that you liked your boy's shirt without somebody calling you gay or something? You know what I mean? It's really, really, uh, really honestly makes me think of all the kids that were probably, like, deeply closeted that would be in, in groups of straight dudes that would fucking be sitting there, like, going ham and out of their way to say, A, that you were gay, and B, that, or making all these jokes about how we fucked each other's moms, which is also crazy to me because most of the time we were talking about making all these jokes about fucking each other's moms. We weren't attracted to each other's moms necessarily unless somebody had a hot mom, and God forbid if they did because if you had a hot mom, it was a rap. Like, if you had a hot mom and the crew, you knew you had a hot mom, then, you know... The jokes would be about how your mom is somebody's girl and the crew. You know what I mean? You get it. But yeah, wow, we were just relentless. I mean, I think at that point you had to have a thicker skin. I heard something about uh, shaming and bullying recently, but among friends. You know what I mean? Because it's easy to be an internet troll. It's easy to go online and say really hateful, hurtful things to someone that you're never going to actually meet in person. Someone that's never in a fucking arm's reach from you that can punch you in the face for saying something to them. Like, it's very easy to say whatever you want. You know, it's like those kids on headsets that fucking, like, you got a white kid in the middle of the country busting your ass in Call of Duty calling you a nigga just because he can because you can't punch him in his fucking face. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we've gotten so so brave and bold. I feel like back when I was younger, like motherfuckers used to like say shit to your face and you kind of just had to fight that motherfucker. But you also develop a thick skin and then you shame and bully your friends within the group. And it was almost an act of love, but sometimes you had to get out of that to- that uh, ta- that toxic group of friends too. Sometimes motherfuckers would shit on you to a point where it got like excessive, like you couldn't even just chill. You ever felt like that in your friends group? Like every time you showed up, like the roasting just get, like they took it too fucking far. I remember years ago, I uh, got into a fight with a friend of mine. Years ago, I'm talking like high school, high school days, like even middle school days. Like you almost had to, I don't know what it was like with the girls. And it was very different too, because you got a bunch of young boys who were raised in a way where it was like the boys are over here and the girls are over here. And it's like, as a young boy, it's like, I was very interested in the girls, but I was also too shy to talk to them. You know what I mean? Like you, I was just one of these young boys that like, Oh, Jessica sat next to me and she smells like some fruity ass perfume and I'm intoxicated by it. I didn't even talk like that. I don't know what the fuck that means, but you know what I mean? But it's like, but I would never talk to her because I was too much of a pussy to talk to the girls, but I would be with the, with the homies. Like, damn, did you see Jessica today? You know what I mean? And that's what we all did. So the boys were all together and we kind of just like found common ground in the fact that we liked that we liked Stone Cold Steve Austin, and um, we liked to, we liked violence, 
<laughs> and we like saying bad words, right? And then together, right? And making fun of each other and calling each other gay. Like, that's just what we like to do. Um, and then you get older and you realize, hey, you know what? Sometimes motherfuckers don't grow out of that shit, right? And it's cool to bust your boy's balls, but you see you see the kids who get like who get it worse than other kids. You know what I mean? Like the way I stopped getting made fun of over like OD made fun of over the top was I had to fight a, a few motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Cuz if once you punch somebody in the face, it's like, "All right, cool. I don't want to you know, that's the kind of shit that's like I don't want to deal with the fact that this person's going to react to this cuz I'm I need to get this joke out. So, now we're just going to respect each other and actually be friends. It's really kind of crazy. But at the end of the day, cuz I read Sapiens, we're uh we're just animals. So I took the train today. I took the train today. Um, I've taken the train a couple of times recently. And I took the train today. And the train is like a different... It's a different world now. You know what I'm saying? It's a different world than it was pre-COVID. And now that... And then New York got open, right? New York, so New York is open officially sometime maybe a month and a half, two months ago. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I really don't. I got vaccinated and I was like... Fucking the world is open to me. I'm just going to go everywhere with my vaccine. I'm a healthy person. I work out. I eat very well. I do skincare. I brush. I floss. And I use mouthwash. Do you know what I'm talking about? It is called hygiene. My hygiene is on point. I quit smoking over a year ago because I'm a fucking G. You know how hard that shit is? I did it. Boom, nothing is impossible. Think about that. So, I'm on the train. And middle of the afternoon on a weekday, it gets a little moderately crowded, I would say. I got a seat. But now it's like still a little bit, people are people are weird, right? Social distancing. I got a big ass bag too. I got gym clothes in it. I got glass Tupperware in it. We got glass Tupperware now because we're grownups. We feel bougie. We got glass Tupperware. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I like nice things. Um, this lady stands in front of me. There's an empty seat next to me, but she doesn't sit down, right? Because there's an empty seat, and then there's a person, and then there's an empty seat, and then there's another person. And in my mind, I'm like, I get what this woman is doing. She's like trying to respect social distancing. Now, I'm looking down because I'm like kind of like, I queue up songs and shit. Or I read stuff while I'm on the train. Kind of gets you from point A to point B faster. Angry Birds used to be my shit. I remember when I used to get wasted and I would use Angry Birds. I would just play Angry Birds all the way home so I wouldn't fall asleep on the train and wake up back in, in fucking the city again. Because I've gotten drunk and fallen asleep on the train back to the Bronx and woken up at Union Square more times than I would like to admit. You know what I mean? And... When you wake up and you got to go to fucking work in a couple hours, but you're at Union Square in the same drunk clothes that you were wearing the night before, it's just never a good feeling. Because you're either going to call out of work or you're going to show up to work and try to take a whore's bath. What's a whore's bath, you ask? That's when you go in the bathroom, you sit in the sink and start splashing water up on your balls with some with hand soap to try to make it seem, to give the fucking effect that you bathed, Right? And you come in and fresh, and you're not. You look like shit. You smell like shit. Um, and everybody knows, right? You're better off just calling out sick. 
Just a pro tip for you guys. Pro tip from a guy who's gotten approached by management and said, hey, can I talk to you in the office? You're clearly still drunk from last night. I'm going to need you to go home and then go home and lay down awake in bed staring at the ceiling for a few hours because you're so ashamed of yourself and you keep going, wow, I guess I really am my fucking grandfather, aren't I? Whoa, this got dark. That really, It's a true story, though, but um, I'm on the train and this woman's in front of me and I just thought... She had a belly, right? Like she had a fucking like a proper belly on her. She wasn't big, like shoulders and the leg. Like I was looking, I saw a belly. She wasn't like in shape, but she fucking she had like this like I drink more beer than Stone Cold Steve Austin kind of belly popping on her, right? But then I saw that she was kind of old too. Like she was like, but not like old, not too old to be standing up. Because here's the thing, like I respect people. You know what I mean? So, like, if I see an old person standing up, I'm not going to just assume that they want to sit down, right? Because I get mad at old people on the train. I had this old lady one time, like, fucking grilling me on the train. Just mad hard, just ice grill while I'm sitting down because I just finished working, like, a fucking 15-hour day, right? And I'm tired. And this lady was looking at me like there weren't other people on the train sitting down. She was looking at me like I was supposed to get up. I didn't get up. I didn't get up because old people do this shit where they try to act like you can't get tired because you're young. You know what I mean? And had the fucking balls to just be on the train for like three stops. And that's what they do. Old people like to make you feel guilty because it's all they have. Shout out to my old people out there. I love you guys. <laughs> um, But this lady in particular, you know. I'm like, fuck, like, I felt conflicted because I was just like, is she pregnant? Because I will get up for a pregnant woman. I think that's, um, I'm, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant. I just would imagine it's probably uncomfortable to be standing up for a long time, right? I mean, I see pregnant women deadlifting and working out and shit, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to assume that carrying another body inside of your body, a smaller version of a human body, inside your, in the front of your body all day long every day until it's ready to come out it's probably not super comfortable right this is just me uh this is speculation i i I don't know nor will i ever know if i had the option to give birth i would not i wouldn't i wouldn't choose to do it you know what i mean that's just me. I was being honest. You know what I mean? I think it's awesome. I think it's cool. I wouldn't I wouldn't go, yeah, I'd experience that. I, I don't need to. You know what I mean? Like this new roller coaster came out at Six Flags. I don't need to get on it. You know what I mean? I think it's cool. I think it looks cool in the commercial. Um, but don't need to do it. Um, anyway, so I start thinking. I'm like, fuck, like... If I ask this woman if she needs to sit down because of her being pregnant and she's not pregnant, I'm going to look like an asshole. So I just did what any respectful person would do. I just ignored her until I got off the train. That's what I did. And she got off before me, actually, so it wasn't that bad. But anyway, I was listening to this song earlier. I was at work, and this song came on that I had never heard before. And one of the lines in the song, this was a song about, you know, hip-hop historically... It's probably one of the most uh, misogynistic um, genres of music. Probably up there, you know what I mean? Anytime you got a fucking dude 
making music, you know, and he's he's either talking about being in love, which is which sells and always will, because love is beautiful and we can all relate to it, whether we want it, had it, and lost it, uh, have it right now. Um, you know what I mean? There's so many different ways to look at it. And, um, or there's just, you know, songs where guys talk about real, you know, sexual escapades, shit they do with the, with their friends, you know, dumb shit like songs about music. Music is so, you can talk about anything, right? But I think you're never going to go wrong talking about love, but part of hip hop, I feel like apart from talking about your life and you know, what you went through to get where you are and everything. And also just honestly, just demonstrating your lyrical skill, which is a lot of what hip-hop I feel like used to be about. Used to be more heavily focused on, rather. Um, you know, talk about talk about going out and meeting people. And if, you know, you happen to be a guy who wants to go out and meet women at the club and you got this newfound fame, yeah, of course you're going to have some real, some real fucking skeevy stories about... Uh, Groupies and shit like that, and that's what they talk about. But this one, so this one song in particular, this guy said, "I wrote the I wrote the words down because there there was, I wasn't gonna remember it." He said, "You don't got a plan B, then it's plan C." And in my mind, I was like, "Yo, that sounds fucking crazy," because he was talking about making a girl take a plan B pill after they engaged in coitus, and uh, then then. Making sure that she takes a plan B pill, which can you really? And then threatening her by saying, if you don't got a plan B, then it's plan C. Leaving the threat open to interpretation. What could it be, right? Is somebody coming to get you? Is he going to send his sister on you? Is he going to do it himself? Um, I got a lot of questions. What I'm going to do is find out who sings this song. And I'm going to report back because I need to do further research on what this song is really about. Um, and I've been listening to a lot of Lil Wayne again lately. Which I feel like he he had such a fucking moment throughout the year. Like Lil Wayne has been in our lives for a very long time. And if we, he's not even that old. You know what I mean? Like he's still relatively young. He's been fucking famous since he was like 14. He's been a great rapper since he was like 14. And I just want, honestly, this is not really anything more than me just saying I fucking love Lil Wayne. And the song We Be Steady Mobbing came on while I was at the gym. And I got so fucking hype. But I also laughed because I forgot that he says, futuristic handgun. If you act foul, you get two shots and one. I'm at your face like man cub. You niggas softly than Roseanne's. But the man come shit is just hilarious to me for some reason. Because, like, when I first heard that I was in high school, that's prime time. Somebody saying the word come is hilarious time. And having all these years go by and me listening to it, I was just like, oh, I forgot that he said that. I'm at your face like man come. Because what other kind of come is going to be at your face? I don't know. Stuff to think about. I'm going to leave you guys on this. I was home the other day. I was relaxing. 
I get a phone call. I'll do this thing now. I'm going to tell you guys when I get these phone calls. I got a phone call from my brother last time. I got a phone call from my wife. I was home. Um, She calls me. It was July still. Still July. It's August now. Happy August. Right? Do people say that? Probably. Uh, and she said she started talking to me about what we're doing for Christmas. And I just didn't understand why. I didn't understand why. All I understood was that, like, it get, it made me really fucking anxious. And I don't know where I'm, where I'm really going with this. I just wanted to share that with you guys because I feel like I trust you guys. And I think that I feel like I'm just going to say go out on a limb and say I don't feel like we should be talking about Christmas until, like, fucking at least October. Like, like, can we get to, like, October and start fucking talking about what we're doing for Christmas? July? The fucking, like, we barely had a summer. We haven't even gone to the beach. Went to Daytona Beach. That doesn't count. Daytona Beach is trash. But anyway, um, hey, guys, listen. Thank you all. Thanks for listening every week. Thanks for listening to me ramble. I was kind of all over the place today. I just woke up from a nap. Like, I literally just woke up. Popped up out of fucking bed like, don't wake daddy. Don't wake daddy. And I turned this fucking garage band on and started letting it rip. Because I got stuff to talk about 24-7. Um, thank you guys for listening to the show. I'm about to be in a sketch show at Asylum, Improv Asylum in New York City. I'm going to tell you the address. 307 West 26th Street. With an after party to follow The show is August 23rd at 9.30pm The sketch comedy group is called Beverly Started by Gary Denoya Who has been on the show before There's going to be some funny sketches Written by him and other cast members Please come by and check out the show It would be great to see you all there And you guys could see me And you could tell me how much you love or hate my podcast Thank you guys for listening Share the show with your friends Like it Go leave a fucking comment on Apple Music and uh, subscribe to it. Share the shit with your friends. All right? Tell people about it on social media. Have a great day. Take care of yourself. Protect yourself. Take care of the people you love and go out there and be fucking excellent because we're not just going to be mediocre anymore. I'm not fucking having it. Thank you. Have a great day.